Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and consulting astrologer. These free month-ahead horoscopes are intuitive channelings and explorations of overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges for your sun and rising signs in the season ahead. In this episode, you're tuning into the audio horoscopes for Virgo season, August 22nd through September 22nd, 2021. I always suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. For those of you who prefer to read rather than listen, you can also now find written transcripts of these horoscopes on my website. Remember that astrology is a creative practice of interpretation and a symbolic language. Every astrologer has their own perspective on what the symbolism is saying. As you connect with the horoscopes I'm offering you, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. Make the meaning that is most meaningful for you, take what works, and leave the rest. These horoscopes and transcriptions are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. Check the links in the show notes to leave a tip or make a one-time donation. You can find more information about my extended content subscription in the show notes or on the website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Happy Virgo season. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online embodied astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers, actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to the symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. The recorded class will be released in early October. Pre-order now and receive a $75 discount through the end of August. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello Aries, welcome to your month ahead audio horoscope for Virgo season, August 22nd through September 22nd, 2021. This horoscope is for Aries identified people, Aries sun or Aries risings. Um, We enter into Virgo season with a full moon and this is a full moon uh, that is occurring kind of in the last hours of Leo season. So you might remember from last month's horoscopes, I talked about two full moons in Leo season, one right at the beginning and one right at the end. Now full moons always occur Uh, between two signs. So wherever the sun is transiting, the moon in its opposition is going to reflect that light at the full moon, and the opposite sign of Leo is Aquarius. So the day that Virgo season begins, we also have a full moon that morning, uh, or a couple hours before the sun ingresses Virgo, and that full moon is kind of a portal actually. And it is a portal that has been opening up all of Leo season. A lot of energy came through in Leo season for you, especially energy that had to do with uh, your self-actualization, I think, and recognizing 
who you are right now and how who you are is evolving and changing and growing and what it is that you want for yourself in your own energy and how you want to be expressing yourself, um, what feels energizing, generative and vital for you and how do you make space for that and how do you support it and also how do you balance it. Now, something about all this is bringing you into social awareness, into social consciousness. And it is true that many Aries are very social beings. Not all Aries, hashtag not all Aries. Many Aries are also um, introverts, right? Lone, lone wolves. Um, but also Aries is a somewhat um, social sign or sociable sign because other people help us learn about ourselves. And so there may be um, new awareness that is coming through for you right now about how you want to be engaged in relationships. And these relationships, um, it, it feels like this awareness for you is kind of across the board, like all kinds of relationships, but specifically, it feels like what's coming in for you is a bigger picture of relationships. And so it might not be these specific relationships where you're like, oh, with this person, this is what I want. With that person, this is what I want. That might still not be clear. Um, but in terms of a big picture and maybe like a general idea of how you want to be in relationship and what feels valuable to you in terms of time and energy, uh, spent with others and also who you want to be around when it comes to your larger social experiences. You know, what are the milieus? What are the groups? What What's the vibe um, that you want to be influenced by? Like, who are your people? Um, these have been some big questions, I think, all year. These are questions that are not yet answered. They are not fully satisfied, but there is something important that you have been learning very recently um, about who you are and therefore what it is that you want in terms of the spaces that you're occupying when you're around other people and when you're engaging with them. As we move into Virgo season, uh, and, and again with this portal of the full moon, um, we move into a lot of energy for refining and putting pieces in place to support the energy or the recognition that has come through recently. And so it feels like while you are understanding more about yourself in the social realm, a piece of this understanding, a very important piece, has to do with how you're taking care of yourself. And if you are taking care of yourself, uh, or if you're not, what that means for you in the social realm. If you are hungry, tired, uh, overwhelmed, um, you know, bored, that's going to have a really different experience for you or a different effect in your experience with other people than if you're fed, well-slept, you know, interested, engaged, if you feel like you are attending to the, the things that you need to attend to for yourself. And self-care is like a buzzword or buzz theme these days. And there are a lot of people uh, with a lot of ideas and information about what self-care can include. Um, but one thing seems pretty important to recognize, which is that uh, we, though we can care for each other, 
No one else can do your self-care for you. And so you know what you need in a way that nobody else knows what you need. And you can also attend to your own needs in ways that nobody else should attend to your needs. And when we're asking other people to attend to the needs that we actually need to be attending for ourselves, then we have codependency, right? So it feels like you're recognizing right now that there are certain things that you need to care for for yourself. And these things could be really basic, like you need to make sure that you are getting X amount of hours of sleep, you need to make sure that you have this kind of time or that kind of practice. This self-care could be um, more vague, like you need to make sure that you're having certain kinds of experiences or conversations or feeling like you can access certain states of being. Um, and you need those experiences, right? Like you need those conversations. Uh, you need that kind of care that only you can actually make happen for yourself. You need that so that you can show up for your relationships and in the world in the ways that you want to. Additionally, there is some work that you are doing, want to be doing, need to be doing, um, but this is practical and it feels like logistics. It feels like organization. It feels like you want to be putting your energy and your time and your attention into functionality and efficiency for your life. I don't know what that means for you, but some of what it could include are the words that I just used, right? Like organizing, cleaning up, um, doing things that allow you to let go of like uh, clutter, you know, whether it's mental clutter, emotional clutter, physical clutter. Um, you want to get organized right now. And throughout Virgo season, again, August 22nd through September 22nd, this is a prime time for you to get it together, right? Get your organization together. Um, some of you are really working right now to get organized in your body and in your self-care and wellness practices. Um, you know your particular conditions and situations and you know what you need. I don't know you. I don't know what you're going through. But I will say that the Aries solar chart to me is suggesting that you want to be responsive to the ways that you are understanding more and more how sensitive you are. It may be environmental, chemical, emotional, psychic sensitivity. You are sensitive. You are part of an interpermeating world. And you need to care for yourself in that sensitivity. And so it may be that you need to have boundaries around your time and your energy. Again, are you getting enough sleep, right? Like, are you getting enough alone time? Um, are you are you getting yourself to the practices that help you stay grounded? Uh, it may be that you need some supplements, right, that can like help your body create um, more resilience and boundaries with what you're sensitive to in your environment. It may need to be that you cut certain things out from your diet. I don't know, but it feels like there is uh, really a strong need for you right now to care for the ways that you are sensitive. And because you're a complete being, you're not just a physical body, I am speaking to the entire uh, holistic complexity of you and your you and that means 
again, your physical body, but also your emotional body, your psychic body, your psychological body, your spiritual body, your relational body, your mental body. Um, what are the practices that allow you to feel well, that bring you into more uh, coherent and truthful states of wellness? And wellness doesn't necessarily mean like you're jumping off the walls with a ton of energy, right? There is the question of balance and there is the need again, for you to tune in with your inner body and clarify for yourself how things feel to you, right? Like, how does this feel? How does this person feel? How does that experience feel? How does this food feel to eat? Give things time, right? You, you might not know immediately. You might need to measure and research your response over hours or days or weeks um, but this is really a time for you to notice how you are affected by whatever it is that you are consuming um, or putting yourself into contact with, and then to make practical choices around that. Mercury enters Libra on August 29th. Libra is your opposite sign. Um, when we're working with Aries, we're always working with Libra. So Aries is an archetype of the individual. Everybody has Aries in your chart, in their chart. You happen to have Aries in a space that somehow you identify with strongly, the sun or the rising sign, really core um, spaces of self-identification. And Libra is the sign of your opposite. It is the sign of your other. And whenever you are in a one-to-one meeting with an other, you are working with Libra energy. How do you come into contact with an other? How do you weigh your energy with and against theirs? What are they bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? How do you find points of balance? How do you inform one another? Balance isn't uh, stasis, right? Balance is constant movement. It's, it's constant spiraling, actually, or shifting, oscillating, uh, because energy is, is constantly in flux. And so the experience of relationship is an evolutionary experience that always brings us back to ourselves, right? Like allows us to learn like, oh, you know, I could give more this way. I could give less that way. Like, how do I want to come into this dance and into this meeting with this other so when Mercury enters Libra on August 29th, um, it's significant, especially because Mercury is approaching an upcoming retrograde in Libra. So the dates of Mercury's retrograde, and all Aries should remember <laughs> this one for this year, um, September 26th through October 18th. And don't worry, I'm going to be talking about this a lot in your horoscope next month. With any retrograde, there's also the retro shade or the retrograde shadow. And this is when the planet is traveling direct over the area of sky that it appears to retrograde over. This Mercury retrograde shadow begins on September 7th and ends on November 3rd. So all of September and October, you are working with Mercury and its retrograde in the place in your chart that has to do with your one-on-one -on -one relationships, your partners, any kind of partners, romantic, spouse, domestic, uh, business, 
um, anybody who you are wanting to partner with in any ways, um, anyone who you are coming into any kind of contractual agreement, and on some level, anyone at all because you are in your own individual experience and other people are in theirs, and that requires uh, some kind of needing to happen. During this Mercury retrograde, um, there are a, there are big themes coming up for you, and these themes, I think, have to do with the nature of your relationships, your contracts, and your agreements. The relational contracts that we make are implicit before they're explicit. And what I mean by this is when we come into relationship with other people, we come in with all of our own baggage, our assumptions, our expectations, our judgments, our hopes, our fears, and immediately those subtle vibrations shape the ways that we interact with one another and they shape uh, the kind of conduits or pathways for relationship uh, to occur. And so this is a period of time in which you are well advised to turn the mirror towards yourself and consider how are you entering relationships? What is the energy that you are bringing? What is the implicit, unspoken, energetic contract that you are offering before you even say hello, before you even get their name, right? What are you coming in with? Now, when you're already engaged in a relationship, and I'm sure you're engaged in plenty of them, what are the agreements? What are the contracts? And the agreements and the contracts often come through the relational forms. And often, again, they are implicit. They are not explicit. And so if you have you know, a romantic partner or a business partner, there are probably a lot of uh, unspoken contracts that each of you have about what the nature of the relationship is and you both might be on very different pages in terms of the contracts that you're looking at or thinking about and so this is definitely a time that uh, is well used by kind of going over these contracts, talking about them, uh, looking at them, reflecting on what's working, what's not working, what do we need to make more clear right? If contracts have been implicit, then let's make them explicit. Let's not operate from a place of assumption uh, or like blind hope or fear. Let's operate from a place of above board transparency, honesty, communication. This is what I want. This is what you want. Where can we meet each other's desires? Uh, where does there need to be adjustment? This is the time to do it. Now, as we move through into September, there continues to be a lot of energy around relationship and also uh, in your personness. And of course, they are working together. And so I've already said this probably more than once. I'll say it again and again. Um, when you're taking care of yourself and when you're attending to your own self-care, you're more functional in your relationships. You're better able to recognize how you're affected by other people. You're better resourced in yourself to not need things or want things from them that are actually not theirs to give. And you're also better resourced to recognize when they're asking you for what's not yours to give. And the first week or so of September is a really um, powerful time for you to clue into these patterns and programs that are operating in your relationships and also, uh, again, in your relationship to yourself and into your relationship with your practice or praxis or work, um, whatever it is that 
you for yourself want to build in your life. And I said this before, right? Like, I think you've got some work to do. I think that you are working on something and whatever it is that you're working on, it feels important. It feels like it has something to do with where you want to go in the world and what you're trying to build. It feels like it also has something to do with your um, resource building and manifesting potential, how you're making money, how you are um, building experiences and value in your life that you value. And you need time for that and you need space for that and you need clarity when it comes to your relationships um, about how you can attend to that and how you can attend to that in relationship. And if you are working with other people um, on shared projects, then there is some kind of probably clarification process that is wanting to happen. And if you move towards these processes with transparency and uh, invitations for clear communication, you are supported, right? This is good news when you do that. On September 6th, there's a new moon in Virgo. This is a powerful new moon uh, for you when it comes to your self-care practices, your wellness practices, and also you being in control of your own life to whatever extent you can be in control of it. The amount that you have control of your own life is small, right? Even it's like you've got the most control out of anywhere in your own life and with yourself. And even there, that the amount of control you have is small, right? Because you're affected. You're affected by the world. You're affected by other people. You didn't choose your body. You didn't choose this life, at least probably not consciously. And so, you know, you've got your body. You've got the conditions. You've got the genetics. You've got all your family. You've got all this stuff that you're dealing with just because you're alive, right? And none of that is really in your control. What is in your control? That is the question for this new moon. What is in your control? What can you apply yourself to so that you can be effective in, in whatever way you feel effective, right? How can you apply yourself so that you feel like you are meeting your own needs to whatever extent you can meet your own needs? It feels like this is a new moon for you to um, really meditate on what kind of life you want to be living in the long term, sure, but kind of like in the immediate future, like for the next year, you know, what, what do you want to shape in your life so that you can do and be in the ways that you want to do and be? And this is a new moon. Also, I think that it kind of feels like there's like a a heavy dose of reality maybe that can come through this new moon. I'm thinking of my friend Melanie and how they would always say, I loved it when they would say this, they'd say, man, that's harsh tokes on the bong of reality. <laughs> if you're a stoner, you might appreciate that. Um, but it kind of feels like there's a little bit of that vibe for me as I tune in with this new moon for you. And it's just like reality, you know, like what is the reality? of your time, of your energy, of your body, of your needs. And the responsibility of your own reality feels like it's going, hey, pay attention, you know, let's get real. And when it comes to what you want and what you're trying to build for yourself and what you're trying to manifest, um, manifesting does not happen just by positive thinking. Like whatever that book was, you know, The Secret, it's like it's not 
really real that yes it helps like have a positive vibration you know it'll it'll help you magnetize positivity in your life and also if you want something you got to work for it and you you have got to put in the investment and this is a new moon that it feels like that's the message where it's like okay you know you say you want this how are you going to show up for it and therefore it is a new moon to really show up you know and if you work with ritual if you work with ceremony or magic at the new moons this is a time i think to call in um very practical tangible life force energy what do you want to build and think of that as a sculpture you know think of it as something that you're actually crafting over time through repetition through intention uh, and application on september 10th venus moves into scorpio and then on september 14th mars moves into libra and so there's more and more and more energy um, for relationships here coming in um, this is energy that I think really helps you continue to do the work of clarifying and processing where you need to clarify and process. You get support here to have deep conversations and also to go through transformation in relationship. It may be that certain relationships need to change form significantly at this time. And these influences help you to do that. And they help you to do that with grace and with care. I also want to say, and I don't know if I said this before um i hope that i did but especially because mercury's rec retrograde is coming up um really give space and time for process right now and don't expect there to be easy endings or immediate endings or like clear transitions it's like if if things are feeling complex if they're feeling like they're taking time give them time give them time that is respectful to your own time don't give them all your time. Don't give them all your energy, right? Clarify for yourself when, where, how you have the time and energy to be in process with the people who it is important to be in process with, but give it time. Give it, give, you know, give it time and process. Like that's super important right now. Any feelings that need to happen, need to happen. Don't worry if things don't feel super clear. They will. This is a heavy mer Mercury retrograde, you know, for, for you, especially when it comes to relationships. So just chill, let things happen in their own time. Uh, the 14th, 15th, 16th of September bring um, a, a kind of extra emphasis and push for you to be applying yourself to the projects that you want to be applying yourself to. Um, these are also days when it could feel hard to get out of bed for some of you. Um, so some folks may feel really motivated. Some folks may feel very fatigued and overwhelmed. Uh, either way, I'm going to say work with balance. And if you're feeling really motivated and energized or really intense about whatever it is that you're doing, make sure that you go outside, take a walk, look up at the sky, take some deep breaths and take a nap. If you're feeling really lethargic, if it feels like things are really heavy or really intense and you can't really focus on what it is that you are doing, then allow yourself to be kind of in that unfocused space. Uh, but also apply yourself a little bit on those days in ways that do make sense that you can access. And so, you know, if you have a lot of work to do, but you can't focus, um, but your desk is unorganized or something, then go organize your desk. Like do something that is not going to require all of you, but can support you somehow.
On the 20th of September, um, we have a full moon in Pisces. This is a full moon that illuminates the space in your chart that speaks to your subtle spiritual energy and intuition. Um, because this kind of cluster of days, the 14th, 15th, 16th, uh, is kind of coming before this full moon, I want to say that that entire week from the 14th uh, through the 20th or the 21st or so could be very deep for you. There could be a lot of feelings that are surfacing. There could be a lot of kind of intensity. And then as we get to the full moon, there might be a major release. Um, as we move towards that full moon, if you find yourself feeling brain fog, uh, lethargic, a lot of inertia, that's a really good sign that you need to cry or you need some kind of emotional release um, and, and you need rest and space and time to do it. Uh, this is a great full moon to be tuning in with your spiritual guides, with your ancestors, with your guardians, and with your higher self. A wonderful full moon to meditate and to ask for guidance for your life uh, from the spaces that are beyond this individual life. I'm going to leave it there for now. If you want more astrology, check out your year ahead report. That's an hour and a half long reading special for your sign where I look at the major opportunities and challenges for 2021 for you and give suggestions on how to work with them. Those readings are 50% off now and you can find them in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. If you want to learn more about astrology, consider signing up to be a subscriber with me. When you subscribe, you get access to my month ahead calendars to worksheets and tools for learning astrology and working with your own chart. You also get access to my twice a month subscriber only meetups. These are workshops and embodiment practices that help you attune through your somatic sense with astrology and community and conversation spaces where we um, really consider astrology in action in our everyday lives and how to track astrology by reading our charts. You can find more information on my subscription at embodiedastrology.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at embodiedastrology for regular astro updates and musings. If you enjoy this work, please share it with your friends and family. Subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platforms. And of course, your financial donations are so appreciated. I'm wishing you all the best in Virgo season and beyond. I hope this horoscope is interesting and hopefully helpful. Catch you in Libra season. Bye for now.